Thank you, Brother Baxter. Smart one. Okay, that's fine. Thanks a lot. I went out to get a, a sandwich, and I like not to got back in time. <laughs> but, um, I'm both very hot in the building tonight, and we are we are in sympathy with you, but we love you with all of our hearts because it, you have cooperated so and come out in hot meetings like this to to glorify our Lord Jesus, and we. Thank you from the depths of our soul. The doctor just telling me that they're taking a little love offering for me a while ago. If it's all right with you, while I was off from overseas, I went a lot in debt, about $4,000, five nearly, with the thousand I had to borrow to send forth on this. I use what I don't use for my family's use, exactly. I put it into missionary work to take me back to the other country. Now, it may be, I don't know, it may be that I'll have to use some of it, just what I don't use for eating and so forth, to help pay that debt off. I'm sure that'd be all right with you, will it? It's for a gentleman. Thank you very much. God bless you. Uh, anything that I can do to help you at any time, I'll be glad to do it. Now, it's too bad that this, air, this building isn't air-conditioned tonight for this lovely audience of people sitting around everywhere, and God would just... We could have a, it'd be a lot better if it was just cool, but there's no way at all we can prevent it. Now, if I understand the schedule right, I only go as the Lord leads, of course. I was definitely led to come to Hammond, Indiana. I say that tonight, and there'll be a result come out of here that you're here from a long, long time. I have obeyed before God tonight and man. I've done the best that I know how to follow the leadings of the Holy Spirit. Next Tuesday, the Lord willing, I'll just be right up the coast here a little piece at Zion, Illinois, to begin there and uh, a big auditorium there of some sort. I don't know what it is. And then, if the good Lord willing, when we close there, we come right back over here to Gary, Indiana for three nights. And then from there, we go right into Chicago, and we'll be in Chicago. Then, if the Lord willing, we'll be in Battle Creek, Michigan, right immediately after that. We'd be glad for you. I guess you've made those announcements and tell you where we'd be. We'd be happy. And as soon as our Lord tells me the hour and the time to move, I'm going into Africa and from there to India, where I will fulfill a vision that God has given me of 300,000 people. Now, you remember to keep that in mind, and you'll see it appear in different places. And now, you remember, that is the truth. God has spoken that, and it will be so. And now, while I've been here, you've been very kind, very lovely, and helped me in every way, and I appreciate it with all my heart. God's richest blessings upon you all is my prayer. As the friends would say, many of them in here, the Jumelon Rauhai, that God's peace rests upon you. And now, I pray that if you will remember me as your brother, as I go other places to minister in the name of our dear Lord, that you will pray for me. Could I just have you raise your hand and say, I will remember you, Brother Branham. Thank you. Thank you. God bless your kind heart. I hope that someday I can come back to Hammond again. 
come back and hold a meeting when it would be maybe a little cooler in the fall or something when we could secure the auditorium here, this uh, civic center. I want to thank these gentlemen, the man who uh, was, uh, let us have this auditorium, this civic center. Very nice. And we thank you, gentlemen, from the depths of our heart, and may God's blessings rest upon you each, is my prayer. And to all the cooperating ministers that cooperated in the meeting, I say, God's peace be with you. May many souls be of the Savior in the meeting come into your church. And to all the laity and so forth, I pray that we have been a blessing to you, that you'll go away from here with your souls filled up with the glory of God, going forward now to be better Christians than what you was, with a more determination to serve our Lord. And as your brother, I want to leave tonight, and I thank you, the ushers, and all, everyone, if I leave out anyone, forgive me, I don't mean to. You've been more than kind to me, and I love you for it with all my heart. And now, if I leave out any a certain part or any people, well, you forgive me, I don't mean to do that. Now, I shall start praying for the sick just in a few moments. Just as quick as I possibly can, I'll start praying for the sick and then you. Now, any time that I can be a blessing to you or anything that I can do to help you, I'll be glad to hear from you. If you want me to send you anointed cloth or something that I've prayed over, which many times... How many believe in that sending handkerchiefs and aprons? Well, friends, I send out thousands a week. But look, never one till I prayed for it. Now, you might find a little formula there that we've got a, a universal prayer going around the world. Every three hours, or ever at, at 9 o'clock at morning, 12 o'clock at noon, and at 3 o'clock in the afternoon, Eastern Daylight Standard Time, we, we pray for the sick. And that goes around the world. People down in Africa get up at midnight to offer a prayer at that time. When I guess around a million voices break forth together, something has to happen. If you do so, I can. When, you just think of it. And now, we send you a little mimograph uh, saying what to do. That is, if you've got anything in your life, go make it right with God. And go get your pastor, some good religious person, has a, a prayer and put this on you, and then it tells you what to do. Now, it is true, a secretary makes it's made up. I've made it up and told you what to do, but it's run off by a secretary. It's put out by my secretary at Jeffersonville. But the prayer cloth, I prayed over that myself. Myself. Look, if my baby was sick and I wanted some man to come from... Now, many times you believe in anointing the cloth. That's all right. That's perfectly all right. Anything that God will bless, I'm for, don't you? <laughs> now, many people anoint the cloth, but if you follow me in the Bible, it was not Paul didn't anoint the cloth. He taken from his body handkerchiefs and aprons. Is that right? He never anointed them. He was taken them from his body. Now, I believe he got that from Elijah's staff. Elijah went and said, laid the staff on the baby. See, Elijah knew that what he touched was blessed. But now whether the Shunammite woman would believe it or not, that's different. But now Paul got that from there, that he knew that what he touched was blessed, and the people believed him to be God's servant and his prophet. So what he touched, he believed was blessed, and he sent the handkerchief, and the people received that. Now if somebody is real fundamental, 
lot of brother people on that's right. See, God does things sometimes that's not in the scope that is written in the Bible. Do you believe that? The Bible's a blueprint, sure enough. But what if when Peter passed through a group called Beautiful, or uh, I mean Jesus at the pool of Bethesda, what if those people ever say, now wait, go back in the Old Testament and show me where there's a scripture that that's an angel. That's psychology. That's nothing but just a wind blowing around that uh, wall there, that pool. That's what they're doing that. But the people believed it was an angel. Do you believe it was? But it wasn't written in the scripture. What if them laying in the shadow of Peter and every one of them getting healed? What if somebody said, now wait a minute, show me down the scripture where they lay in the shadow of a man. But God did it anyhow, didn't he? He did it. That's right. It wasn't in the scripture. Paul taking handkerchiefs or aprons from his body. Somebody show, show me that in the scripture where it's going to be. It wasn't in the scripture, but God did it anyhow. Is that right? He rewards you of your faith. That's what it is. Your faith. Whatever you want to do. I was talking to Brother Roberts here not long ago, and Brother Roberts said, Brother Branham, what I have a point of contact. I have the people that touch the radio, touch the something. He said, what do you think about that? I said, that's wonderful, well. That's fine. Anything that you can have a point of contact, something that you've got faith to believe, it rests in your faith, wherever you can start from, right there's where you begin, when you believe God. Is that right? Whatever it is, that's not to me to know. Now, to my meeting, it's a supernatural being that's, that's absolutely in the meeting, and you can see it moving, and I ask you to have faith and believe that Jesus Christ is Son of God. And as you believe, God does the rest of it. You believe that, don't you? All right. Now, everyone be real reverent. Believe with all your heart now. And I want to read a scripture, and then I shall have prayer for the sake. Over in Isaiah, the 53rd chapter, the first verse beginning, Who has believed our report? And to whom is the arm of the Lord revealed? For he shall grow up before him as a tender plant, and as a root out of dry ground. He has no form common, and when we shall see him, there is no beauty that we should desire him. He was despised and rejected of man, a man of sorrow, acquainted with grief. And we hid, as it were, our faces from him. He was despised, and we esteemed him not. Surely he has borne our grief and carried our sorrow. Yet we did esteem him, stricken, smitten of God, and afflicted. But he was wounded for our transgressions, he was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him, and with his stripes we are healed. That is our report. Have you believed it? That's the report that we still bring to you. Jesus Christ, that by his stripes we are now present tense healed. You are already healed, every one of you. Every sick person here is healed. The only thing you have to do is have enough faith to reach up and get a hold of it. Is that right? I believe that every sinner that's sitting in this building tonight is already saved. When Jesus died at Calvary, he settled the quen sin question with God. Do you believe that? It'll never do you any good until you accept it. If you bought my ticket, I'm fixing to drive home just in a little bit after the services so I can get the wife and babies and be in Zion for Tuesday. But now, that's about a six, seven hundred miles trip, right quick. Or if you'd say, Brother Benham, I have an airplane ticket laying out here for you. You drive down, go down by plane. Well, if I never go, you've taken your money and purchased that airplane ticket. Well, yet it'll never do me no good, no matter how much the airline says, here it is, your name's here, you're ready, until I accept that ticket, it'll never do me no good. Is that right? 
No matter how sincere you are, yet it won't be any any good till I check it. Now, your healing is is just as complete as the airplane ticket and more so than what the, uh, the your healing is more complete than the airplane ticket would be complete if you had paid for it. Is that right? Jesus, when he died, he settled a sin question, and in there he he did make an atonement for your sickness. He was wounded for our transgressions. With his stripes we are healed. That's as plain as I know to, to, to report it to you. And then the Bible said that he's the same when he came on the earth. They said he came and fulfilled that in Matthew 8, many people say. Well, if he did it, then he fulfilled it before the atonement was made. So you see, you couldn't, tell, you couldn't say that. When anybody tells you that, it's wrong. Because that's a year and six months before Jesus died. And how could he fulfill what Isaiah spoke of there in the 53rd chapter, when before he'd even been wounded for our transgressions or bruised for our iniquities? Or with his stripes, he really stripes that not been put on him yet. So how could it fulfill what Isaiah said in Matthew 8? It couldn't do it. No, sir, it wasn't until after he was. Then if it was fulfilled there, and you say it was a shadow just of the atonement, then what did Peter heal the man to get called beautiful for with? What a torment, what a power, and what authority was that by? See? What a power was Paul and the rest of them all down through the age, and what is this tonight that you're doing it? There's people sitting here sick that'll be well in another hour from now. There's no doubt, like last night, a man went from this building level left in all of his life and went out the door there walking. What was it? Because I prayed for him? No, sir. Because his faith looked up to God and was healed. That's why it was. He walked because he felt the power of God and accepted. He didn't have to feel it. He had to believe it. He got up and walked out. He seen it and he said, that's it, and just got up and walked out. Last night as I was leaving here, said a man sitting, and he rose up there, I was trying to speak to him, I see his vision, standing before me, a colored man. He was sitting there with a cane in his hand, almost blind and crippled. And when I spoke over, I said, you crippled there, said, get up. And the man was a sinner, and I tried to talk to him, but I, I was too far gone. I couldn't speak no more, because he'd taken me out. There he was out there rejoicing. I told him, get your heart right with God, see, as it went out. Now, God is here tonight to make ready to heal and to make manifest anything that you ask, believing. You believe that, so? All right. Now, let us have prayer. Our Heavenly Father, oh God, this closing night. No doubt people hear that we'll never meet again this side of heaven. God save every sinner. Grant it, Lord. We thank you for Hammond, Indiana, for its founders and for its religious institutions, for the other surrounding cities, the fellowship, and for the great privilege of being sitting here in America where the doors of the church is open. We thank you for that, our Father. And I thank you for a gallant people that would come out in this hot building tonight, sitting here even the sick and needy. God have mercy, I pray that this will be the climax of the meeting, Lord, that it will be the greatest night that the sick and the afflicted and uh, lame and halt and blind and uh, cancer and heart trouble and all will be healed right, every one of them. Grant it, Lord. May there not be one feeble one left among us when the services is over. God, may we go away from here with faith. Maybe some of them can't get up. Maybe some of them are crippled yet. But, Lord, if that faith is settled there, it's got to materialize. It's a... What's like the
come to pass. You said so. We believe you. No matter what the symptoms are, we believe God. It isn't the way I feel or what my symptoms is. It's what you said about it. How could I ever believe me a sinner, lost and undone, come from a sinful family, a sinful generation, that you'd ever stoop down and save me? That's more of a miracle than it was when you healed me when I was blind. Oh, God, how great you are. And I pray, Father, with the sincerity of my heart. Now you led me here to Haman. I've come in obedience to the leading. You have taken him out of wheelchairs, off of crutches, off of cops, off of stretchers. You have made the heart trouble heal. You've made the doctors write out the testimonies that the cancer is gone. Oh, Father, and you've stuck the alcoholics, the narcotics, you, you've taken the dope fiends, you, you've brought them out of every walk of life and made ladies and gentlemen out of them. Oh, God, what more could be? We thank you for it, and you've manifested yourself every night. Impalably every night you have manifested yourself in great power and signs and wonders and visions. That the people now, when you come, if you should come tomorrow morning to this earth to receive your church, the people are without excuse. They have seen it. I have testified of you, Lord. Thou knowest that I have testified of you, and not of myself, but of you. Therefore, my testimony is true because I speak of thee, my Lord. And telling the people that it's not their brother, it is you, our Lord. And thou hast manifested thyself every night with the same signs that you did when you were here on earth. Now we thank you and we pray that you'll come to us tonight and will reward us in a great way. All these things, Father, I commit to your hand. Grant it, Lord. I can't make the people have faith. But thou can move down a little closer tonight than before I pray you can, Lord. And get just a little closer to their heart. Seeing at the great anticipation of this meeting, the waiting just a few minutes. God, I pray that you'll move down like a shower, like a cool breeze coming down from heaven, a refreshing from the presence of the Lord. And we'll let the people know that you're here and vindicate your truth that it is the truth. Then, Lord, I'll feel that I can leave the city saying, I have done my best for my Lord. And the people will all say, Glory to God in the highest. Oh, thank you, Father. I believe that you will do it, for I commit it to you now in the name of your Son, Jesus. Amen. How many here for your first time? First time he's ever in the meeting. Let's see. One of the oldest many of you. Just a little, a moment or two now. Just before we call for the sick and the affliction, I want to ask you something. If you were looking tonight, now let's just, just lay aside. How many of you here for your first time are Christians, Bible readers? Let's see your hands. Raise your hands, Christians, Bible readers. All right. Now, if you were coming to this building tonight to look for a certain person, you'd have to have a description of them. If you were coming looking for our Lord, if Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever, he's the same in person, same in action, same in power. You believe that? Now remember, our Lord said He could do nothing. St. John 5, 19 and 20. He could do nothing until the Father showed Him. How many says that's right? Jesus Christ said, I can do nothing of myself. What I see the Father do, that I do outside of that, I do nothing. Just what the Father showed Him. Here's a little baby sitting here, a little spastic child. 
that'll be sitting here for a few nights. I, I wonder, one like it anyhow, I wonder, what, what if I could go down there and heal that child? Wouldn't I be happy? That mother thinks just as much of that baby as I do of mine. I wish I could do that. I can't. And there's no other man on earth can do it. There's only one can do it, and that's God. Now, he has, as far as the atonement is appropriated, he's appropriating healing for that child in the atonement. You believe that? You have to to be a Christian, a Bible reader. You have to believe the full gospel. That's right. Not part of it, all of it. Now, now that baby, before I leave this feeling tonight, may be perfectly normal walking around here on the floor. God in heaven, who I stand before, knows that many things beyond that has happened. Now, the only thing I'll be able to know, if our Heavenly Father will show me what to do about that baby, then I'll do it. Now, now he comes down, Jesus said he was the same, the Bible said he was the same yesterday, day, and forever. Is that right? Then if he is the same today as he was then, then he still can do nothing except the Father give him permission. Or show him. Is that right? Now, being that he isn't here in a physical body, but in the form of the Holy Spirit, then he uses our eyes to see visions like he did. The things that I do shall you also. Is that right? I noticed. Just what he saw. He saw Nathaniel and Nathaniel came. He seen Nathaniel coming. Nathaniel said, nothing good to come out of Nazareth. When Jesus saw him, he said, behold, there's an Israelite in whom there's no God. And the uh, uh, Israelite said, When did you know me, Rabbi? He said, Before Philip called you when you were under the tree. I saw you. Is that right? Why, well, he said, You're the Son of God, the King of Israel. Now, when he talked to the woman at the well, he carried a conversation with her. He spoke to her and talked to her. wanted to know what was uh, uh, talked about water and bring him a drink. But after he caught her spirit, and God gave them a vision, he said, go get your husband. Is that right? And then when he went and got, she said, well, I perceive that you're a prophet. She went into the city and said, come see a man who told me everything I ever done. He never did that. He only told her that she had five husbands. But if she knew if that was true, God could tell her all things. He knew her life. Now, if Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever, and do we believe that the Holy Spirit is on earth today, how many believe that? Well, that Holy Spirit is the Holy Spirit of God, is that right? The third person of the Trinity, Jesus Christ. Yet a little while the world seeth me no more, yet you'll see me. For I'll be with you even in you to the end of the world. Is that right? Then if he's going to be with us, in us, to the end of the world, that makes him the same yesterday, today, and forever. Is that right? Now, if he comes down in our midst tonight, and I'm just your brother, remember, but if the claims that I say about him that he is the same, and here's what I believe, I believe every word of the Bible is absolutely infallible of the truth. That's what I, I think it's take say this is not inspired and that's not inspired. I believe it's all inspired of God. Now, I'm willing tonight to hang my soul on any phase of it and say it's the truth. I believe the whole book. 
And I believe when it said that Jesus was the same yesterday, today, and forever, I believe that Jesus made a way that he could be with us. As he said, a little while the world sees me no more, yet you shall, for I'll be with you even in you to the end of the world. I believe that he returned back in the form of the Holy Ghost, his second, third person of the Trinity, come back as the Comforter and is with us, working the same thing that Jesus Christ did when he was here on earth. Now, it's either right or wrong. Now, that's where you've got to take God. If God promised to heal you, if you have faith in that, it's either right or wrong. That's right, it's right or wrong. He promised to save you no matter if you're a bootlegger, if you're a dope fiend, if you're a whatever you are, if you're a prostitute, whatever it is, Jesus Christ will stoop down and receive you. He that comes to me, I will in no life cast out. you believe that? I have to to be a Christian. I believe his mercies is unlimited. And I believe that tonight his mercies to you is unlimited if your faith limits God. See? Now, may God come and grant his great work tonight to you all. Honey, what, what's the number of the part? Huh? One to a hundred and what? F, F, one to a hundred. Well, I don't know how many we stand tonight, maybe about ten at a time, I guess. Maybe we could take, take 10 or 15. Let's begin at 1. Let's start at 1 and line up here now. F, how many have prayer card F? Raise your hand. There's 100 of you here somewhere. All right. F, the biggest group of them raised right in here. All right. Who's got F number 1? Look around those crippled people there. Can't get up here. And look around and see your neighbor sitting next to you. He's got uh, a card. Maybe he's deaf and he can't hear. He don't know his numbers, Paul. All right. S number one, number two, number three, number four, all up to about 10, 15, 20, somewhere. All right, long enough until you can stop. All right, line up now over here. S, one, two. Look around now. See somebody's deaf that came here. Look at your neighbor's card. Somebody look over and say, you got a prayer card? Anywhere in the building, look over and say, you got a prayer card? You see if the person's deaf sitting next to you, they, won't, they wouldn't hear it. And it might be that I will try to get some more just in a, a few moments. Another call. Now, check around these, these crippled people here and see. We haven't had over three or four cop cases and crippled cases. One hundred, sir. That's just maybe I can get to it just in a minute. It's F1. That's, thank you. All right, brother. Just sit near. Maybe we can get to you just in a moment. All right. Now, F1 to F15, or, or wherever we call to there. All right, first. You see, it's so hot from the stand up. And now, Brother Baxter, where you at? Brother Baxter, come to the microphone, if you will, just a moment. In these meetings, there has been the people who were afflicted and sitting in wheelchairs as healed, those who were packed in and sitting chairs who couldn't walk, walk, those who were dying with cancer, doctor's statements dying, they are well, heart trouble, doctor's statements, they are well, and everything. I, I wonder what more God could do for you. 
men and women who were bound with sin, all kinds of habits, such as the meeting all when the anointing comes, it seems to me like that I have been somewhere, I don't know, but I don't remember the meeting. Mr. Baxter and the ministers and so forth, they get to me and repeat what's taken place. But absolutely, Brother Baxter, are you, is Brother Baxter standing down? I would like for him to come to the microphone just a moment. You don't know where he's at. All right. How many smoking out of that, uh, your drink now? How many? This prayer card number four is missing out of the group of the 15. Who has prayer card number four? Somebody look again. If somebody deaf, perhaps, and can't, can't hear. Prayer card F4 is missing out of the 15. Look around your uh, numbers. Maybe somebody else is say, sir. Check along on people there, too. Uh, maybe someone can get their hand up or something. Um, all right. Prayer card F4. How how are they lining up back there, Brother Billing? Okay? You get it? All right, how, is the first 15 lined up all right? Look, I want you all back there in the audience. I know many of you. See? Many of you back there with different diseases. They're probably going to die right away, of course, if God doesn't help you. With cancer and tumor. I, I, I believe before that comes up on me and I get beside myself, but actually I want you to come here for something. I want you to stand here and sing a song, Nothing Between My Soul and the Savior, Amazing Grace, Amazing Grace. I want to walk down and pray for them people sitting there before I get started. Them people are crippled and can't get up here. Or here's a little baby here also. I everyone else just be reverent and quiet just a minute. Look, I'm coming down to pray. I want to pray for this, that God will give you faith. That while a meeting's going on, the Holy Spirit will turn me around and tell me what's wrong with you and you can raise up and be healed. Will that help you some? How many Christians will join in with me in silent prayer while I'm praying? Here's some more people over here, laying over here too, that's awfully sick or something wrong. I'm going to come and pray for you all also. And I, I pray that God will give you much faith that he'll show me what's wrong. And while I'm here on the platform, then that'll make you ready for your healing when it comes time. Will you believe now with all your heart? Will you believe? All right. All right. Let's all bow our heads now in prayer. Be in prayer while I go pray Let's rule out all curiosity. Now, shall we, and be much in prayer? Let's sing softly, the great physician now is near, the sympathizing And I, I feel sorry for you to have to be like this, but I, it's nothing that I can do to prevent it. That's one thing that I, I'm sure of. Now, everyone be reverent and be in prayer. Now, if you take it. Now, maybe take me just a little bit so I can feel the angel of the Lord. See, it's anointing that does this. Now, so I can get to, to talk to the man maybe just a little while. Now, are you a stranger to me, sir? 
I want to get this microphone so you'll be able to hear if I can. Brother Baxter, you stand there and watch it if you possibly can. Now to this audience here, I want you all to remember when I leave, if anybody said Brother Branham is the divine healer, don't you believe that I am not? Jesus Christ is your healer. Now, I only claim that I, it's by a vision that God gave me when I was a little baby in my mother's womb. When I was born, just a few minutes, here it comes circling over where I was. It's been with me ever since. Go back down through the cities and the places where I've come from. Ask the city where I come from. Jerusalem, call the mayor of the city, anyone you want to. Ask them if anything has been said or predicted but what comes to pass just exactly at the time and the place it said it would. That's right. See, that for it, it's true. Now, if this man be here, now look around to this audience. Sir, I do not know you. I've never seen you in my life. You're just a man. Now, if you just uh, drew a prayer card, or they give you a prayer card, and you come up here. Now, if I be God's prophet, then if there's anything in, uh, in your life that I, uh, God would reveal to me, something uh, that's to a stranger, it has to come through the supernatural. Do you believe that? If that's right, just raise up your hand. That is right. Now, how many of you out there that believe that if God would, will do this, if you would accept Jesus Christ, if this man, you are a Christian, a believer. Now, this man is a Christian standing here with his hand up and knows that I know not one thing about him. Nothing at all. Now, if Jesus Christ will reveal this, will you accept Jesus to be the same worship of God forever? Will it be the same holy? Will it, if, it, if it, Jesus does this, you know it's supernatural, then you might close down and say, well, mental telepathy or something like that, or throw it over to one side. But, friend, if you do, then that's between you and God. It's not between me and God. I'm declaring to you that Jesus the same worship of today and forever. You say, why don't you heal that little girl? If it was me, I would. See? Why don't you why do you tell us about that little spastic child and those crippled and lame and hard at the pool that says and move right on down? Tell us that man sent there, the Bible said, Hell rain blind. What about that blind man screaming for mercy to put him in the pool? And Jesus come right by him and he was Emmanuel. Is that right? What about that lame inflicted great multitude? Maybe ten thousand of them were in there. Screaming for somebody to get him in the water. Why didn't he why didn't he only pass right by? He had compassion. He was the son of God. Is that right? He went right over to a one man that had diabetes or something. Heart trouble or some disease that after thirty eight years he could walk. He said, Well, I'm coming out the water, somebody else steps before me. Is that right? And he was that one man and walked away and left up multitude. How many know that's the Bible with your hand? And when the Jews questioned, he said, I can do nothing till the Father shows me. Now the man can't hide his life from me. For that's a divine gift. But whether he's healed or not, that'll be up to God. See, I have nothing to do with it. See, I can pray for him, that's all. Now, sir, I stand right around this way, if you will, so I can just talk to you, just to look at you just a few moments. And you and I will talk just like Jesus and the woman at the well. See, we'll begin talking and, and then... Uh, after a while, you'll begin to recognize that something's taking place. And when you do, it'll be his presence. Then your human spirit and my human spirit will be coming in contact, and then there'll be something over what's wrong with you, and this angel of the Lord standing here, there'll be two more beings. He's speaking. 
Now it depends on, I have faith to believe that he will. If I can get you to have faith, it'll happen. If it doesn't, well, I, I, can't, I can't do it, you see. I can't do a thing but just tell you what he shows me. Now, do you, do you like Indiana? I just a conversation with you, you see. You get your mind off, you're all keyed up now nervous, you see. I'll get your mind off of it. I don't want you to think nothing about what, what your troubles and I don't want you to think about something else. Is your, is, uh, you, uh, do you like Indiana? It's a wonderful state. It's, uh, I've spoke of it around the world. <laughs> Jeffersonville, Indiana. Were you ever in Jeffersonville? No. It's a little bitty old city down there of about 17,000 population, but, well, it's called Little Chicago. <laughs> or jamming, you know, as much jamming. And, um, but, it's a lot of good people live there. There is everywhere. Uh, you believe that, don't you? God has people all over the world. See, we just have to, someday he'll take them all up and we'll all be together. Won't that be wonderful? It sure will. Now, sir, you're aware that something's moving now. Now, if that is right, raise your hand for me. Our friend, not psychology, George J. Lacey in the picture back there will prove that. Something's moving in this platform just now. Just like a wave coming in, like the angel of the Lord, flaming, licking, flapping. This man's aware of it. Now, sir, that won't hurt you. That's the only thing that can help me now. He's sent from the presence of God. Now, did you ever see his picture? Back there in the book, did you ever see uh, where you got it? You've seen it. Yeah. You've seen that copyright? You've seen on there what this, uh, the best inspector they had in the world says the only Im immortal being was ever photographed? Okay. Now that's what is the result that you're feeling right now. That's your threat. You, you have many things wrong with you. Isn't that right? I just get all mixing up together. And, Say, you, you just had an operation, too. Yes. Is that right? Yes. Now I see a room. It was, it was a tumor. Yes. Is that right? Say, aren't you taking some kind of a treatment for that now? Isn't that right? Some kind of treatment to kill the... Is that right? Yes. Oh, just a moment. It left me. Well, what I said was right. Yes. Turn around to the audience. Is that right, sir? Yes, sir. That's right. Now come here. I can pray for you. That's all I can do. Dear Lord, you are here tonight. And I pray that you heal this man. May he get well. He wants to, Lord. He realizes this is malignancy. And I pray, God, that you heal him and make him well. In the name of Jesus Christ, make him live. So, um, it is malignant, you're, but you're, you're going to get all right. God bless you. Go on. Let us say praise to God. Of course, that man had a prayer card. He was brought up here to the platform. He was come here. How many other heads have got a prayer card? Let's see your hands and breathe that God will heal you and make you well. Raise up your hands and say, I believe with all my heart. How do you do? Are you a stranger to me, lady? 
I don't believe I've ever seen you. I've never seen you. No, ma'am. All right, then, if you be a stranger to me, and but I realize that you're a Christian. Now, is that, how would I know you as a Christian if it's a lady standing there? How would I know you as a Christian? Is that the same spirit that said to Nathaniel, Behold, an Israelite indeed in whom there's no guile? You believe that? You're acquainted. You know there's something happening. You're not only a Christian, but you're a minister of the Christian world. Is that right? Don't you come from a place where he's got a palm tree or something? I see you moving on the street. I see either Florida or California. I'll be California. Is that right? That's right. Oakland, California. Okay. And say, you've had a... There's something wrong in your back. It's, it's down in your back. You're stiffening. Your limbs and your back is getting stiff. Is that right? So wasn't that caused from an automobile accident? Is that right? Yes, ma'am. All right. Jesus Christ bless you, my sister. Lord God, bless this woman and make her well. Do Jesus Christ's name. Return happy and rejoicing. All right. God bless you. Let's say thanks be to God. I feel the Spirit of God cry out in my soul to the people. Why not believe Him? Why not have faith in Him? All right, lady, you. Are we strangers? I don't know you. I've never seen you in my life as I know of. Is that true? You believe God is with me? You believe this is God, what you feel now, that moving of the Spirit? You believe that's it? Now look, sister, you have cancer. I don't know where you knew that or not. Yeah. Cancer. And is that located in your throat? Is that right? Yeah. That's right. Come here just a minute. Cancer, cursed be you in the name of Jesus Christ. Come out of this child of God. Turn her loose. God bless you, ladies. Is that God bless you people right now? Everybody's got cancer to be healed right now if you want to. Have faith in God. Believe God with all your heart. God shall bring it to pass. You believe it? Amen. Have faith. Some of you out there, you're praying now. You people have prayed for to have faith while the anointing of the Holy Spirit is moving in here now. You have faith in God. Are you the patient lady? Yes, Excuse me. It's sometimes I get just a little bit funny beside myself on a kind of anointing. Now, you come near to me. Do you believe me to be God's servant? First thing, right quick. It's nervous trouble, isn't it? Okay. You're upset. And one of the main things you need is Jesus Christ. Isn't that right? You don't, I, you can't hide your life from me. I know what it is. Would you accept him as your personal savior right now? You've been thinking about that anyhow for a few days, especially since you've been in this meeting. I'm not reading your mind, but that's the truth, is it? If it is, raise your hand. Sinner. But you want to come to Christ now, do you? Oh, God, have mercy on the woman. 
God, we realize that Satan has good work to take a woman's life and serve anything. But she somehow, she's coming to the building tonight, she's come here to be healed, and God, she realizes that the Holy Spirit would not let sin pass over the platform in his presence without revealing it. God, in Jesus Christ's name, I pray that you heal the woman. Granted, save her from every sin, forgive every sin that she did as she stood here before you, many thousand people with their hands up that she believes and accepts you as her Savior. We know it. This very moment, her name is written in the Lamb's Book of Life, for she confessed you before man. You said, I'll confess you before my Father and the holy angels. And now Satan, you had a right to hold her as long as she was a sinner, but you don't have any right now. Come out of the woman in the name of Jesus Christ. Now, lady, I don't, you're, you're, you're saved. You've accepted him as your Savior. You've been having all kinds of trouble, mental trouble. And then Satan has said into you to take you to an insane institution uh, on a nervous breakdown. And now you can go home and be well and serve God all your life forever. Now, if God let me know what was wrong with you, he'll let me know what will be and what was to be. But you've done the greatest thing that you've ever done in your life when you got to the platform night. Not because I was here, but because that you accepted Jesus Christ. God bless you. Go now, the Lord bless you. Hallelujah. All right, lady. What do you think about the meeting? Wonderful. I'm just so happy to hear that. Now, uh, we're strangers, are we? You don't know me, and I don't know you. No, ma'am. It's a good service. Well, that, 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 I'm happy that we get to meet one another. Now, if there's anything wrong with you, then our Heavenly Father would reveal it to me. Do you believe that? Just in order to let you... You ain't got a prayer card, have you, lady? Stay in. Yeah. You haven't got a prayer card? You have a prayer card. Well, maybe you'll be called in a few minutes, but all right. That kidney trouble you had is being bothered with. Is that right? Or she stand up. He'll be your gin house. They don't have to come in the prayer line and use it. All right. Look, lady, your trouble is a female trouble. It's in the female glands in the womb. And it's a tumor. Isn't that right? And don't you have a... You've had a, a bunch of children, haven't you? Yes. Say, don't you come from Kentucky, the state of... Is that right? Raise your hand up. God bless you. Go home, your tumor's gone. In the I didn't tell him what was wrong with him. I turned him around. 
Now, I turned the man back around because he was thinking of it. Not as I'm a mind reader, but Jesus Christ perceived their thoughts. Is that right? Amen. All right. And he wanted it or why I didn't tell. Now I turned him around and I said, you're wondering, brother, why I didn't tell you what was the matter with me. I said, you just had a penicillin operation in the lower part of the incision won't heal up. That's right. Is that right, sir? That's right. All right, you go. You're going to be healed up now. God's going to make you well. Come, lady. You believe with all your heart? Do you believe he could be his prophet? Do you believe that what I would ask God God would do? Not because it's me, but because it's him. Is that right? You're pending an operation. Is that right? You've examined and you have tumor. Is that right? You have that tumor found in the stomach? Is that right? Raise your hand. And you're supposed to operate on for that. Isn't that right? Isn't he wonderful? Come near. Father, in the name of thy son Jesus, God bless this poor little woman. May she go home and be healed night. May that tumor just disappear. I curse it in the name of Jesus Christ as your representative. Amen. God bless you, sister. Is that right? Wave your hand like this. All right, you can go home and eat now. 
Jesus Christ makes us well. Do you believe, sister? Yes? You believe with all your heart? Raise your hand. How many more of you have got heart troubles? 